you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. And it is the favorite day of the week. It is Friday, and not because it's the weekend, but because it is Unique Leaders Live. I am so excited to bring to you today my guest, Brian Hess. But before we do, just want to share a little bit about Unique Leaders Live. It started last year when we were all home, tucked away, and I decided I was going to start interviewing folks to give you some perspective of people that uh, are in the business world or just creative people or doing what they do best. So I started interviewing people and people loved it. So we continued on. And Unique Leaders Live is now not only a live format on YouTube, but it's also a podcast. So today, do share out to all of your friends, family, because I know that they are going to hear something that Brian shares that will just so resonate with them. And then also go to YouTube and subscribe, because then you can go at any time and listen to not only Brian Hess's story, but the amazing people with me on Unique Leaders Live. And then Tuesday, you'll be able to have it on your podcasting platforms to listen to Brian uh, while you're working out and doing whatever you do. So without further ado, I cannot wait for you to meet my friend, Brian Hess. How are you? I am good. Good to see you, my friend. So good to be here with you. Thank you. I am uh, so grateful for the opportunity and, and excited to have this conversation. I feel like there's some different connection that you and I have that's, uh, that's going to be a good conversation here. So thank I, you for having me. Thank you. And I agree. I truly, truly agree. And, you know, I truly, but I keep saying truly because I really mean this. And we spoke about this in the green room. I really love interviewing my guests and to hear about your story because there it is that piece that those nuggets. So with that, let's go back to young Brian, where were you born and a little bit about the essence of Brian that brings you to today. Yeah. So, um, I love telling this part of the story because I think it's such an important piece. I was born and raised in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, which is uh, just a small town outside of uh, Pittsburgh. So between Pittsburgh and the West Virginia border, this little town is uh, nestled in uh, it, right at the foot of the mountains. Um, it's, it's such a great place to be raised, you know, from a family mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the poorest counties. It, I believe it is the poorest county in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, lucky to be exposed to all different, you know, uh, all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different socioeconomic classes. Um, you know, many of my relatives were in different situations. My dad comes from a really big family. Uh, he's one of six. Mm-hmm. So uh, just a really cool way to grow up, right? In a, mm-hmm. in a small town. My dad was a steel worker. My mom stayed at home and raised us. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, I guess I'm in a blue collar industry now, but that's where I kind of got that blue collar uh, grit and work ethic from uh, was from my dad. Uh, when I was 11 years old, uh, I was, you know, my older brother had a job. He's five years older than me. And uh, I said, man, well, my brother's able to buy all kinds of stuff and I can't buy anything. So 
I want to, I want to do something too. And so I had a paper route at 11 years old. My dad would wake up at four 30 in the morning before he drove 45 minutes to work at the steel mill. And he would take me to deliver newspapers. You can imagine what that was like in Pennsylvania and the snow and the sleet and the rain. And um, so, you know, growing up, I, I learned, you know, the whole concept of work ethic and to some degree entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're a newspaper yes. carrier at 11, you yes. go and communicate people. That's back in the day when we had to, you'd actually go collect the money in person, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, you'd take mm -hmm. your little bank bag with the, with the ring and, and the whole puncher for how many weeks they paid for. And um, so, you know, I learned a lot. I went to Laurel Highlands High School, um, was always a pretty good student, but never, never super excited about school. Mm -hmm. uh, went off to college again, wasn't super excited about college, uh, was working while I was in college and uh, got the opportunity to have a job that essentially would pay me, you know, what I was looking at making when I got out of school. And so went to my parents and said, uh, you know, hey, I just have this gut feeling that, you know, I should take this leap that maybe school's not for me, which they were not happy about at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so I, I dropped out of school. I'm a college dropout. <laughs> and I worked in retail. And then I worked uh, my way through getting out of retail and into uh, business sales in a corporate setting. So I worked from business sales and then uh, I moved from Pittsburgh, where I was born and raised, down to South Florida. I was working for Verizon Wireless in a corporation. I'd been promoted a couple of times and so I relocated down there. And my very first appointment was with a construction company and the owner of that company in Miami, Florida happened to be from Pittsburgh. And we hit it off mm -hmm. and he said, uh, man, you should quit your job and come work for me. And I said, you got to be crazy, man. I don't know anything about construction. But I always, from the time I was a little boy, had an entrepreneurial mm -hmm. spirit. You know, oh, I know. Always, I know. always had this passion to create. Mm -hmm. And there was always some fear holding me back. And that, to me, was a step towards freedom. It was a step out of, you mm -hmm. know, corporate America and into you know, what I refer to now to people, I say, take one step closer to the checkbook. If you don't want to take, you know, a huge step, get a little closer <laughs> where, you know, you have some influence and things like that. So I uh, was blessed to work for that company for a couple of years and really learn the ropes in construction. When I entered it, I knew nothing. Uh, you know, I grew up around construction. Mm -hmm. my family, there's construction companies in my family, but I didn't know a whole lot. And that was two, October of 2011. I stepped into construction. And uh, it wasn't very long after that I was like, man, I, I really need to do this on my own. You know, mm -hmm. I, need to, I need to take this jump. And I, you know, worked for a bunch of different companies. And uh, one day I just said, this is the time, you know, three and a half years ago, I said, you know, it's now or never. I got to take this jump and make this happen. And um, I took the leap and the rest is history. So let's. So with that, and by the way, there, we have so many similarities of what you said, the words you chose to use. I mean, Elizabeth is here. I'm sure she's saying, oh, these are things that Megan would say. Um, it, the burning desire to create, you know, th th that one thing, meaning I think about myself. It's that uh, I was the one that did the, you know, the plays, uh, you know, you're going to be Jesus, you'll be Mary. Okay. And, you know, the lemonade stands, you know, I've been the, the, that entrepreneur from the beginning, but it was really creative. So for our guests, O'Brien, um, 
what you know we know you and I that and and many of us that are in business that this last two years have been so very different in the world of business now you you know so you said 2011 so I said to myself well you had a good 10 years to ba build the base but here are people out there who because I um, I am on other podcasts, and I've found that people who have started some podcasts, they're reinventing themselves, mm -hmm. and they may have had a corporate job, and they're not clear on what step to take next. What would you suggest to them? I mean, because you have had that evolution, you know, from the young man, uh, you know, with the paper route and learning uh, but let's say someone didn't have all that and went from very, very academic, because I too left college. My father was not thrilled, nope. But I said, Dad, I just want to get working. So what would you say to a person like that? I, you know, I, I think that the one thing that always has guided me was there's always just this burning desire, you know? So mm -hmm. how do you how you take that step really matters um, and so for me, um, I was fortunate, you know, from so from 2011 until 2018, when when I, you know, officially went out on my own as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I had great mentorship. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, it's always been about, you know, seeking out the next level of mentorship and and connecting with people. Um, and this will maybe put a different spin on it for you. You know, I, I am all about trying to connect with people that are different than me, that think mm -hmm. different than me, that, you know, I think that so often in today's world, we have the ability to create this echo chamber around ourselves of people that, you know, have the same thoughts or have the same background or look the same or talk the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we when we crack that and we get around mentors that challenge us that maybe think differently that might even disagree with us in a lot of ways mm -hmm. it challenges us to grow and so for me mentorship uh would be the the first advice that i would give someone yeah and and very important in that journey of finding a mentor because as we both know there's lots of people that will give you their advice not all mm -hmm. of which are necessarily qualified mm -hmm. um i say you know really uh, investigate those people that you're communicating with. And my rule is always this, never, never take mentorship or never take advice from someone that you wouldn't switch places with in that particular area of life, whether it's business or fitness or finance or diet or whatever it may yeah. be, make sure that that person is genuinely an expert and has the knowledge because there's a lot of people again, that, you know, might have some knowledge, but are they really qualified mm -hmm. uh, to advise you for where you're trying to go? And I think that that choice of mentorship uh, is so incredibly important for how fast you can get somewhere. Yes. But the, but what you said about vetting that person and really doing some research instead of emotionally, uh, just because like you said, if you have a connection, that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is the right mentor. It is about their background. And, and I love that how you said it to step into it, switch roles is yeah. a very important point. I, that's fabulously put. So, yeah. So now you're in 2018. And as you said, the rest is history, but we're kind of just beginning the rest of the story. Yeah. Yeah. So 2018, March 28th of 2018, uh, we started the pavement group. So 
The Pavement Group is a national asphalt and concrete company. Uh, we serve some of the largest brands in the world. Uh, we do their parking lots. So we have kind of a niche where we we advise companies on how to spend their budget better. Uh, so we, you know, we can do a project in all 50 states in Puerto Rico. Um, we've gotten to every one of those except for two states. So if anybody out there knows anybody we can do some work for in South Dakota or Hawaii, those are the last two states that we got to check off. Uh, and then we've run the whole map in the last three years. So 2018, uh, we started, you know, a small company, just a couple of guys that had a, had a dream and a vision for how we were going to innovate uh, an industry that wasn't very advanced. Uh, so we've taken a technological approach to mm -hmm. simplifying this whole process of pavement asset management. You know, people don't think of businesses that are that big and the parking lots that are attached to them and how much those parking lots cost. Mm -hmm. And if they're not taken care of, they have to be replaced. And, you know, it, you'd be blown away by, you know, some of the retailers that you're familiar with. Um, they're spending 50, 60, 100, 200 million dollars a year on replacing parking lots for their wow. stores. Wow. And, uh, you know, and that doesn't have to be the case if, Mm -hmm. if their pavement assets are managed properly. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where we come in. So we uh, manage and perform work, uh, but we also advise people. And so our best customers, we do all of that for. Mm -hmm. um, and we started doing that very manually uh, and slowly but surely evolved into developing our own technology. Um, we have a very unique approach that no one uh, that's unmatched in our industry. We've developed technology that uh, we possess that no one else has. Uh, that enables us to do that and simplify some of the biggest problems that property and facility managers have. And we all know that, you know, every business is created. Money is exchanged when problems are solved. Mm -hmm. uh, more money is exchanged when they're when they're solved faster and more efficiently. And so that's always been our mission is, you know, we don't just pave parking lots. Uh, we get property and facility managers home to their families mm -hmm. sooner than any other contractor will. And so that's that's kind of our mission. Um, at the same time in 2018, um, I always, you know, I've been a sales, sales, marketing and leadership um, mm -hmm. addict, if you will, for the last uh, 20 years of my life. And so as I got from corporate America into construction, there was always this hole of training. You know, there was a lack of training in corporate mm -hmm. America. It's like breathing in and breathing out. It's always there for you. It's always available. You never you know, you're never really missing the knowledge it takes to be successful. And when I got into construction, that was something that was really missing in a big way. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to uh, be able to fill that gap for people and at the same time complement the company that we were creating by, you know, the contractors that help us complete these projects all across the country mm -hmm. to be able to give back to them through educating them and helping them grow their local businesses so that mm -hmm. they can be better partners and better contractors to us and our clients. Uh, and so I created Top Contractor School, which is um, we've got about 360 contractors around the world, most of which are in North America um, that uh, have subscribed to our programs in some way, shape or form. And so our goal there is to transform the construction industry, um, you know, to bring to bring a lot of uh, visibility to a trade that I'm very proud to be part of, you know, and and for me, I grew up, like I said, in a, in a blue collar family. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to give people a look at what 
what the blue collar industry looks like today, because it's very different uh, than what most people would think it is. Oh, absolutely. But I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking about the beauty industry as you're sharing, because that's a very blue collar industry itself. And um, I have been in this industry all my business career in one form or another uh, in sales and marketing and corporate mainly. Uh, But but my father, there's a root to it with family. But the point of the point is that there's a statistic that I'm an esthetician by license in the state of Texas. And uh, there's a statistic, though, national that 95 percent, Brian, 95, that means everybody, 95 percent of all newly licensed estheticians are not working in the field in five years. And, and so I'm thinking, I'm listening to you about the paving, uh, um, you know, training program that you do, the company you've created. And um, my heart has always been education for the industry, but um, it's so fractionalized. I would love to be able to take it in a national scope to help um, for them to, uh, there's organizations, but what you're doing, I mean, it just makes my heart happy. Yeah, it's 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 the idea, Megan, of creating community around yes. uh, a cause, and mm-hmm. and for me, and it's it's the same uh, as I'm sitting here thinking about it in your industry. You know, many of the businesses that are created in the construction industry, almost all of them, mm-hmm. are started as a family business. Yes, and yep. and so you know those people, many times they're they're people who are very skilled tradesmen. Mm-hmm. And they step into, you know, creating their own business because they either got sick of working for who they were working for or they wanted to be able to go and and create in their own way or create their own culture or do something right. different than what it was that um, mm-hmm. the company they were working for was doing. And so they step into that and they just they struggle finding their way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's been such an incredible journey to interact with so many different contractors over the last three years. Mm-hmm. And to be able to fill the gaps of the things that, to be honest with you, they're great at the things that I'm not, and I'm great at the things that sometimes they're yes. not, right? And yes. so to be able to exchange that information and to exchange the value that makes both of us better mm-hmm. and to create community around that, you know, one of one of the most popular comments you hear from any entrepreneur and what we're talking about is exactly that, whether it's somebody in the beauty industry or the construction oh, yeah. industry, um, entrepreneurs, uh, solopreneurs, they feel the most frequent comment is that they feel alone. Yes. You know, they, they don't know how to, you know, get out of that feeling of being alone. And so what I've tried to create and what I'm excited to, to, you know, watch unfold as you, you know, connect with more people and, you mm-hmm. know, to build what you're building Mm-hmm. To watch that community come together and support each other, yes. it's it's incredible. I mean, we have, um, you know, there were a few companies that were at the event that we were just at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those companies have multiplied in size. And the cool thing is they've done it together, right? It's not me helping these companies. It's our entire group and our entire community um, lifting these companies up, giving them a vision of what could be. Mm-hmm. And, and supporting and cheering each other on. And when people win, man, there's nothing better than watching people get so excited to watch other people win. You know, I was I was on the phone with somebody last night telling them, you know, kind of how 2021 has unfolded for our company. And 
um, some of the things that are going on in my life. And, and the guy on the other end of the phone was so genuinely excited for the success that we've been able to have. And that, that's what we need more of in the world. You know, people that are celebrating other people's victories and really coming together to lift each other up. You know, it's, it's sometimes a, a tough place that we live in, you know, from time to time. Mm-hmm. But we do incredible things when we come together. You know, it can be a lonely place if we're out there as individuals. Yes. But it, can, it can it can be such an incredible experience to do it together. And that's why, Brian, I'm uh, I think I shared with you that I sold my brick and mortar spa in um, June of 20. Some guy knocked on my door literally as I finished one of these unique leaders and I was about to leave. My uh, team had left already and or team, my my Elizabeth. And um, and this man knocked on the door and I thought he wanted to buy a gift card. You know, people still had birthdays and anniversaries. And so I opened the door and he identified himself and he said, uh, would you be interested in selling me your business? So he came in and we started a conversation. But what I I knew in my, my spirit that I could not and would not sell the trade name, the product line, the URL, you know, the website, because not just because he didn't understand what the value was, but it was because I knew that was my connection to the industry. It was my connection to help and continue on. So this past year, what we've been doing is creating programs that are about to be launched that will help like you're doing and, and continue on and help, you know, just dig in as these uh, shows and conferences open up and help others because I've been doing this a long time. So it's, 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 it's like you just said, it's so gratifying when you see that you can help. Like my staff, three of them have now gone, who you know worked for me for years, have now gone on and started their own business together. And I mentored them with this. So it's like mama bear, you know, going out and helping, you know, the cubs grow. So it is, it's very gratifying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. We have a, we have a couple of um, companies within top contractor school that I was just with in St. Louis. And um, we're all talking about, you know, coaching and how to, how to be a coach and how to serve the, the -hmm. industry. And um, some of them are, you know, becoming coaches themselves. And Mm -hmm. um, people say like, Oh man, aren't, aren't you, you know, aren't you disappointed that they might go out? I'm like, dude, that's the greatest compliment ever, right? It's the greatest thing to be able to see people, um, you know, get to a point where they can create a bigger community and we're always going to stay connected, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's always going to be somehow connected, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's incredible to watch people go out and help and serve more people um, and do it in their own way, right? They don't have to duplicate what somebody else has done, maybe they want to do it differently and they can come up with something that's even better than what we've done. Right. And, and that is, that's the whole point. And we certainly need uh, more helpers in the world always. Now uh, we met on clubhouse um, and, and rise and grind through Glenn Lundy. Uh, You have mentioned about your marketing company. So that's this pavement group. That's what you're speaking about when you refer to your marketing company or is it, does it go beyond paving and pavement. Yep. So, so the pavement group is an asphalt and concrete company. And then I am, uh, we actually just exited the company that we built that was a marketing company. So it was, uh, it's, we're still part of it, but it's called lead revenue. Um, and we serve contractors, uh, specifically. So we do digital marketing, uh, from, from nothing. Sometimes somebody has no social media, no web presence at all, mm-hmm. uh, no web website, uh, nothing. 
uh, all the way up to, you know, companies that have stuff that we can optimize and make better. We can recreate, we can uh, do any of that. So mm-hmm. um, we've got hundreds of contractors that use our services at Lead Revenue. Uh, and that has been uh, just an unbelievable experience. I was blessed to meet uh, my business partner in that uh, venture is Brett Sutherland. And uh, Brett has 20 years of digital marketing experience. Uh, he was in the automotive space, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting that, you know, we both know a lot of uh, automotive <laughs> folks. You know, I know everybody, either they're in construction or automotive, pretty much all of my friends. And I come across an auto guy and, and we partnered up on this business. Uh, he founded it. I became a customer and I believed in it so much that I started, you know, referring a lot of people to it that I knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all had incredible success. And uh, the next thing you know, I was on the board and then I became a partner in the company. Uh, and just at the end of September here, uh, we sold that company to private equity. So now I'm on the board of those combined companies. The company that bought us is an automotive digital company and uh, mm-hmm. we have a construction focus, but we do we do for everybody, but we have a lot of construction companies mm-hmm. in that. I believe we're in 13 different verticals uh, within that mm-hmm. company. So. We serve mm-hmm. financial services and real estate and all kinds of lawyers, chiropractors. Um, but we have a, obviously a heavy construction presence because of mm-hmm. uh, my network of people that uh, have come to the company as a result. So that's been incredible. And, you know, for those people out there that, you know, digital might be strange to mm-hmm. uh, trust me when I say jump in, uh, it has transformed our business. It's transformed my life uh, and my business. Uh, and yes. it, it is, it's everything. When you start to figure out digital is not the deal. Digital introduces you to the people, right? So, right. you know, make sure you don't make that mistake. It is about taking online offline and that's how you create business success. And that's what we have uh, certainly like you referenced that uh, going to uh, the, uh, uh, conference this weekend, growing your business for God's sake, is that uh, it is, it just explodes that relationship and magic happens. Yeah, it's incredible. And that, you know, we are, this podcast right here is living proof of it, right? Exactly. You know, the the digital landscape is not uh, getting any slower. Mm -hmm. And so for those people out there who, you know, might be, you know, not generally at the forefront of it, I just challenge you to, you know, challenge yourself, get uncomfortable and do it because the friendships and the relationships and the things that you're able to create from it, mm-hmm. uh, they'll change your life. You know, forget about, forget about the money, forget about the business success, um, the people that you meet. Going back to your question earlier, the mentors that you're able to find uh, through those digital landscapes, it, it'll change everything about your life. My marriage is better because of people that I've met you know, online. I'm a better father because Mm -hmm. of the people that I've listened to online, you know, that just bring Mm -hmm. things up that make things better, you know, and and business is certainly a part of that too, Mm -hmm. but it's not just that. And so for people that think, you know, that, that you have to fit into some kind of box to be on social media or to have a digital presence, it's not true. And all of us need to have it uh, because we're missing out if we don't. And I, um, who's a senior member of many of uh, our team and family, um, the, you know, I say to anyone who asks me, 
I know it's not easy for me, but I keep pushing and keep yeah. learning and keep doing because I am very, very aware of what you just said. And it's I'm living proof. Like, for instance, this coming weekend, I'm going to be in Atlanta with Renee Noor, who I met in the elevator at the, the um, uh, Glenn Lundy's uh, consortium in New York City in July. And so uh, she's having a global women's uh, wealth warrior conference and she's invited me to speak. So it's that it, you have to get off the couch, get up, and connect. It's imperative to do that. Imperative. Yeah, but it no all question. started with, like you said, from the digital world, for sure. Well, you just mentioned your beautiful wife. And I say that because I see your pictures on social media. Um, and so, but you also mentioned, um, I think personally to me, that you live in Pittsburgh currently. Mm -hmm. So when did you move back to um, Pittsburgh area? So I, uh, I moved to South Florida in October of 2010, and then we moved back uh, in 2015. So, okay. um, yeah, my wife is from Pittsburgh. Uh, so mm -hmm. I met her here, moved three months after I met her, which was complicated, to say the least. Uh, mm -hmm. And then um, shortly after, probably six months after I met her, uh, she was crazy enough to move to Florida with me. And, uh, you know, the it's, it's been the greatest gift of my life. You know, I, I, you know, I know what my life was like before her and I know what my life is like now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I, I said this at the event Sunday, um, I, I wouldn't be anything without her. You know, mm -hmm. she believes in me more than I believe in myself many times. Uh, she pushes me to keep going when, you know, I might be scared to death. Right. Uh, and so I think that, you know, having that person in your life, uh, and it doesn't have to be a spouse. It can be lots of people that believe sure. in you, yes. but to have those people in your life that believe in you, uh, more than you believe in yourself, uh, is, yeah. is an incredibly important piece of success. And, mm -hmm. uh, it is the reason that you keep going, right? Whatever that, whatever that burn is inside of you that you want to do things for, mm -hmm. uh, that is an important piece to be able to connect to on a regular basis. And when you, when you can constantly be doing it for something that's um, beyond yourself, mm -hmm. it's a lot easier uh, mm -hmm. to keep going than it is uh, when you're tired and it's just about you, right? Uh, and that mm -hmm. could be your team, it could be your family, it could be your children, it could be your spouse. Um, for me, it's, you know, my parents work so hard and sacrifice so much to be able to give my brother and I a better uh, opportunity than they had. Mm -hmm. and, you know, my grandmother who believed in me in a way that nobody else did, you know, those are the things that for me, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I keep close to my heart when things get tough and uh, it's pretty easy to keep going. Amen. And uh, it's such a, a blessing, like you just said, to have not only those cheerleaders like around us, but those people like your wife that truly are intimate with you, that understand you, un, you know, understand your makeup, so to speak, and what drives you and that believe in you. That's it's, it is, it's all, but yeah, you also I, mentioned, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how she understands me without a psychology degree, but she <laughs> definitely does. <laughs> well, my friend, women are intuitive. We kind of pick up the, uh, the inner, dynamic. So that's our secret sauce, I believe. Really, I mean it, that women have that intuitive nature to pick up those things, you know, no, so that's no, that no yin and yang. Yeah, no, no, no that's that yin and yang. So you mentioned uh, your son. So 
Did you say son? I have four children. Yeah. Four children. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. I have a little girl who's nine uh, and three boys, seven, four, and almost two. Okay. Oh, so young children. Okay. So they haven't uh, um, started in your path yet. I don't mean paving or corporate, but or business, but. I'll tell you, the four-year-old uh, is incredibly interested in what we do. Uh, he's, he loves equipment. Um, he loves business. He loves, you know, sitting with his dad and listening to things. You know, you mentioned during the pandemic, uh, during the pandemic, you know, working from home, uh, they were they were regular guests on our morning. Uh, we have a, a call every single morning, or at least we did during COVID mm-hmm. for the pavement group. And they were regular attendees on our conference call, you know, and uh, so they, they pick up on things. I see their negotiation skills get a little bit better when they hear, you know, they hear conversations on the phone and then you'll hear them kind of use it against you when they want something. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, some, you know, my, my daughter is very interested in business. Um, and, you know, my, my seven year old, uh, he's into video games. Good for him. He loves it. He's very passionate about it. And he's, mm-hmm. he loves to read and he loves math and he loves school. Okay. And, uh, the four-year-old man, he, uh, he's a big fan of construction. There's a, there's a brand that was created by some guys in our industry. Uh, some brothers up in Connecticut, that are third generation paving guys and it's called raised on blacktop. And so it's for, you know, kids that are growing up in our industry. And so uh, my son gets up, you know, he gets up early when I'm going to take him to the job site and he puts on all his construction gear and is raised on blacktop T-shirt. And uh, man, he's he's just so excited to be there. And he he loves anything related to equipment or trucks and a little guy. We'll see what happens with him. But he he seems pretty into uh, into trucks, too. So we'll see. So, you know, you mentioned your son, who's the mathematician and the video games and is an avid reader. So you can see his uh, he's not probably going to go into uh, construction, you know, but he'll be a digital designer or something, you know, something amazing. So because of the culture that you and your wife have created and will continue to create, it's a very exciting just to see what you've done, what you're doing and what you will continue to do. So that before I ask you my final question, uh, what do you, how do you see what you're doing now evolving again? You know, our, our company um, is known in the industry for being innovative. You know, uh, we've done a lot of things uh, with technology that other companies, um, you know, haven't caught up to just yet. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that innovation is, is what will continue to guide us. Mm-hmm. Um, we are people over profits, so we, we never forget where we came from and why we started this business in the first place. And that was um, to create a place where, you know, our team can come to work every day and feel seen and feel heard and appreciated mm-hmm. um, and, and to work for a place that they can be proud of, that gives back, that's part of the community mm-hmm. that, you know, really has a good culture. And, yeah. you know, we're far from perfect, but we, mm-hmm. we, we do our best. Uh, we make mistakes, but when we do, we own them. But I believe innovation is what what is what will continue to be ahead of us, right? Mm-hmm. How do we continue to simplify um, the process of doing what these property owners and managers have to do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, paving parking lots is never anybody's most exciting project. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we make that easier? And and how do we continue to chase that goal of getting people home to their families to their dinner tables without any worries? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, easier, better, faster, with more transparency, 
and more ability to be on the job site without being on the job site for our clients. And so that is, that's our goal. And so we will continue. Our goal is to be in 15 cities in the next 10 years uh, and to be, you know, when people think of asphalt or concrete to think of the pavement group and to be Mm -hmm. excited to be able to work Mm -hmm. with our team because Mm -hmm. of the people that we have on it. As I said, there's so our alignment is uncanny, actually, in, in the philosophies and how I've con- built my business, and um, uh, just really interesting to me. We could talk forever. I, I have so many questions, but it's not appropriate for here uh, and you know, unique leaders live. Uh, but it is really the heart of what you're sharing about um, understanding that what you have done can be replicated without, let's say, a franchise, which loses heart. It's taking that heart and helping others with the need. And that is such an exemplary thing. And you will make such a difference. And the other thing that I hear loud and clear, which I always equate back to um, aesthetics and skin, is that if you uh, start early, you know, we say the Novitas Spa clinical products are for anyone from eight to 108 who has skin. So you need to take care of your skin. It doesn't just, you know, I'm I'm not saying we didn't do medical aesthetics. We did. But I'm an old-fashioned girl. I believe in products and treatments that um, really build upon itself. So like maintaining that parking lot. Why would you let it go to hell and have to spend then that huge amount of money? Maintain it. Very relevant. I never thought of it that way, but I have a new analogy that I can use with our customers. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's exciting. Yeah, because especially, you know, in our world, um, we work with a lot of female property, you know, property and facility managers. And that's a great analogy to make, you know, something understandable that sometimes is, you know, not familiar to them right so very much um, so yeah very it's, much it's so. a great way to look at it it's it's a hundred percent parallel to what you're saying it's if you don't take care of it um then don't be surprised when it doesn't look so good you know that really i mean that because then you're going to spend huge amount of money and not look natural either you know uh, i have to share this with you on saturday night the reason i left and it was a hard decision but i i knew i made the right one um, I have a, a, a almost like a daughter here, and she has a nonprofit. She's not a natural daughter, but um, in my heart is. And she has a nonprofit called We Are Not Broken. I could go on and on about it. But her gala fundraiser was Saturday night. So I donated a large package and with the girls that started their own business, as well as the skincare brand. And it was in the live auction. So the auctioneer, he said to me, lady, you need to, he was this cowboy guy who was at a ranch. And he said, you need to stand up here and tell everyone what this package is. I can't tell them. Uh, he could do guns and things like that. They were auctioning off. So I got up there and so forth, you know, shared the package. And I sat down and one of the uh, guests at the table that I was at hosting, she said, well, you left out the most important piece. I said, what's that? She goes, your age. <laughs> Meaning that that's the point of the point. Meaning that I'm 71. Wow. And and yes, I mean, you know, I'm not I don't mind sharing that because the bottom line is it's a mental right attitude yeah. and it's about taking care of self. So so the bottom line is that so funny though. Your age. So basically, Amazing. 8 to 108 who has skin, that means you too, Brian. 
Love it. Love men. it. Let's talk. I need help, man. I need help. I'm in a construction <laughs> world. It it's, rough. <laughs> it's rough out here. It's rough out here. Well, yeah, I'm around dirt the sun. And, and all kinds of stuff all the time. So exactly. Of so, course. I'm a anyway. great candidate. <laughs> so <clears throat> my last and final question is I ask everyone this. Um, and I'm sure you've heard, if maybe have read Three Feet from Gold, Sharon Lecter and Greg mm-hmm. Reed, uh, their book. Uh, but if not, basically the premise is um, the beginning portion of it was a fiction, uh, autobiographical a bit to Greg Reed's life. But it was essentially a guy from the East Coast during the gold rush days, had gold fever, went out west, bought a little piece of property and bought his tools and started chipping away and um, came into town to get his supplies and was moaning the blues and finally gave up and sold his little patch of uh, land to a townie. And in three feet, that guy struck gold. And so we how many times have we all gotten three feet from gold? But Sharon, uh, in her inimitable style, always is teaching. And she put together a piece of this book or story is the, her, her success formula. And it's your passion times talent uh, plus action plus association uh, uh, times and times plus faith equals success. So I'm not going to ask you all of that. You've shared a much, much of that. But what is your passion and what is your talent? Man, that's a great question. Um, my, my passion is making a difference and making an impact. You know, it, it's, it comes down to serving people. You know, uh, the, the time that I feel most alive is when I'm making a difference with other people. You know, when, when you see that, that fire ignite or that light go off in somebody um, and you know that that ripple effect of that uh, will be, you know, who knows how far it reaches, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, that is my greatest passion, right? Is is being able to create success so that people will listen uh, and then being able to pay forward what so many people poured into me. Mm-hmm. Um, my talent, I think, is, is people. You know, it's understanding people. It's being able to communicate and inspire people, but at the same time, being able to know when it's time to listen. Um, because I think that, you know, we're, we're in a world that wants to be heard so much that sometimes we forget that there's somebody else talking. Uh, and for me, you know, I said this on Sunday, but, you know, I have this burning desire that when people are in trouble or people need something or they need advice or they need guidance, um, I want to be the person that they think of uh, to reach out to, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that I'll be there no matter what you know, not judging anybody and not, um, you know, just being there to be a helper, you know, to be a person that tries to help people be better. Uh, that's what I want for my legacy. You know, I want, I want my kids to be able to look and say, my dad made a difference. You know, my dad helped a lot of people. And so for me, I, I think that, um, you know, that, that is my talent. It's understanding people, being able to communicate with them and really uh, being able to understand you know, and being able to relate to people at all levels. You know, I, I mentioned, I think God puts us in situations uh, for reasons. And, you know, I'm able to relate with anybody because I've, you know, grown up in one situation. I'm in a different situation now. I've been around, you know, every different type of person. My friends are all completely different. Uh, the people that I interact with, I challenge myself constantly. 
to always learn. And I think that that helps us uh, be better people that can serve others and really um, mm -hmm. attempt to understand. Mm -hmm. Amen. I couldn't agree more. Thank you, Brian, for being with me today. This has Thank been such a pleasure, me. really such a pleasure. And I know that this is going to be, truly bless so many people uh, who listen to this segment with you, Brian, because it's about true, you know, real world. It is about real world. It's about being in the trenches, helping people, listening, as you said, and making a difference. Thank you so, so very much. Thank you for having me. The pleasure so, was all mine. So why don't you hang out in the green room for a minute as I just close out today. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. What a blessing. Have the time to bring to you, uh, not my time, but meaning their time uh, that they share with us to bring to you these stories that we're going are going to make such a difference in your life. Do share this out. Share it on um, all your social media platforms. Uh, it is live. It, it'll be a replay tomorrow on Saturday. It's live on uh, YouTube. So subscribe to that. Brian uh, has his story as well as so many others uh, that a few people I mentioned today, Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed are there as well. So do go to uh, the YouTube channel for Unique Leaders Live. And then on Tuesday, Brian's story will be on all the, plot, uh, the podcast platforms say that a few times, and do subscribe to iTunes. It truly, again, will help people find us. We really would appreciate that. And if you would go to my website, megandemartino.com, uh, my book, un uh, I was say Unique Leaders, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late, guys, to create the life of your dreams. It is there. Just, uh, just download it. Put your information in. You can also go to uh, Instagram and put in hope and that book will be there for you as well. And it is now an audio book. So I'm very excited about that. And many things are coming as I shared with Brian. Um, so do pay attention to some of the social media as we roll those out. So we are here for you. And I thank you again for joining me. And we will see you next Friday for another Unique Leaders Live and be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.